What's going on, gang? Welcome to a brand new Tuesday episode of the Lev First Show. So glad you're here. It's the first episode of the new year, I believe. And, uh, you know, it feels like it's, what's today, the fucking fifth? It feels like the year has finally started. You know what I mean? It's weird when the when New Year's Day is on like a fucking Friday or some shit because it doesn't feel like it started yet. You kind of give yourself that the rest of that week and that weekend to be a piece of shit a little bit. You know, everybody's, we're going to leave all our bad habits in 2020. Not exactly. 2020 in a weekend, you know, then we'll figure it out. Um, doing a lot of changes this year, man. I, I've been thinking a lot about like my goals for the year. Um, you know, 2020 was just a complete fucking wash. I think for most people, unless you're like some some tech guy who now your company's, you know, making 20 fucking million more a year. You know, you guys you guys happen to be the company selling masks or whatever the fuck. I think for most people, it was a shitty year. I mean, I think probably on average, most people have less money, you know? Most people got less ass this year. Dating probably slowed down a good amount. I mean, just like all the shit people like, you know, probably took a fucking dip. I mean, I'm dating a girl. I don't even like her. It's just this is what pandemic does. <laughs> you know, so what are you going to fucking do? Um... But, you know, we're uh, the big thing, everybody wants to fucking lose weight. Everybody wants to get healthier. Everybody wants to fucking get healthier. And, you know, we're doing a goddamn challenge. I don't know if you heard, but we're bringing back the Slim Thickums challenge. That's right. We didn't really take it seriously the first time. We talked about it back in 2020. We flirted with it. This time it's for fucking real. I just ordered a scale, a scale off Amazon, okay? I got a fucking scale coming. And I got to be honest with you. I am more afraid of a scale than any other household item. I mean, I hate that thing. There's so much emotional fucking turmoil and fear that has to do with a fucking scale. You know what I mean? I have put off ordering one for like two years just because I don't have the daily step on and decide how you're going to feel about yourself today based on a fucking number, you know? So... I might just check in like once a week, maybe on like Mondays, check in on the fucking scale, see where I'm at. I took my before pick. Um, I can't wait to drop that fucking after pick, bro. I'm going to get nice and juicy and I'm going to get fucking sexy, you know? I'm going to bring back fucking sexy love. It's coming. There was a while I got, you know, got became a little chumpster, little chumpster plumpkin. You might have seen it. You might have kept up with my Instagram. You might have seen, you know, there's a while there. My cheeks started filling out. Come home and visit family. They start running out of nice things to say, you know. We're bringing all that shit back. We're fu- we're, we're that's it. I'm done with it. I'm, I want to get in a good shape for the first time in my fucking life, you know. Even when I was like used to be a hot piece of ass, when I was a a sexy little slut back in those days, when everybody everybody wanted a piece of that sexy little slut, you know. Even back then, I wasn't in good shape. It was all from the fucking. You know, from the collarbones up, if you, if you, you know, if I, if I took my shirt off, it started to look pretty fucking soft shirt on. You can't really tell, but you know, I want to see, I want to see, uh, how much of that we could fucking eliminate this year. But if you want to jump in on the Patreon, we're posting threads just about every single day, keep each other accountable, what we're doing, what fucking tips we're sharing, um, five bucks a month to get you in the door. 
So, you know, fucking join the Patreon, support the gang, and uh, hold yourself accountable for this shit. That's if you want to be a part of it. I'll, I'll tell you this. Things that have made a fucking huge change for me lately is uh, as soon as I wake up in the morning, it's like 4 p.m., you know, I, I love waking up to see the sunset. It's nice. It's uh, I, I need some fucking structure in my life. But I wake up, just f- start fucking downing water right away. Just drink a fucking shit ton of water. And I got my coffee maker going. If you if you knock out water and coffee as soon as you wake up, I swear it's going to change the momentum of your day so fucking dramatically. You know what I mean? Like, if you if like get a fucking big ass flask of water that you used to use for vodka, because you got problems too. Fill that bitch up with water, fucking down it. You're gonna you're gonna feel totally different going through your day. Take your fucking vitamin D pills. You know, drink your coffee. I'll tell you, protein too. Whey protein has just like been making me eat half the amount of food I usually eat. Like fucking literally half. I I swear to God, every day I was like, I was ordering food twice a day. I mean, for lunch, I would order like two fucking huge burgers, a side of chicken tenders, fries. It's having like 3,000 calorie lunches every fucking day. You know? Instead, if I wake up, slam a fucking whey protein, drink a bunch of water, I get through one burrito... One modest-sized burrito, that's it. That's all I need. That's all daddy needs. So those are a couple fucking pointers. Um, but yeah, hold yourself accountable. Drink a bunch of fucking water. Get to the goddamn gym. I'm, uh, I, got, I got back into fucking boxing. It's great. I love it. I got, I got these like uh, new wraps for my gloves. It just feels so good to fucking be active. I mean, New Year's, I was like shadow boxing with fucking friends and like, you know, hitting pads and shit. Um. But yeah, we got a we got a fucking lot to talk about. Just wanted to talk about that real quick. If you want to jump on the fucking Slim Thickums challenge, as always, if you enjoy the episode, take a second, screenshot it, post it to your story, tweet at us, share us on your social media, send the podcast to a friend. Um, that goes a fucking very long way. Just do something to support the show. That's all I ask. I'm giving you fucking content here. You know, it's all I fucking ask. Do something nice for the show, whether it's fucking join the Patreon or whatever, or uh, even just share it with a friend or. The biggest thing, post it on your fucking story, folks. But we got some emails. Let's jump into this one. We'll start the show off. We'll start the show off proper on a fucking email here. Right? Um, let's do this. I've been wanting to get this one's been sitting here for a minute. I've been wanting to get into it. Just off title alone, if it's called New Dick, if you have an email, send it into the show, thelevfirstshow at gmail.com. If you're a part of the Patreon, include that in the subject. Um, but let's fucking jump in. Hey, Lev. I'll try to keep this as short as possible. I've been single for about five months now, and I've been loving every minute of it. Good for you, girl. You don't hear that often. It's. It, I feel like it's rare that a young woman is like, I'm single, and I'm fucking loving it. I mean, I, I've been a needy bitch, too. I remember a year ago on New Year's, I was like so fucking lonely, dude. I was so lo- I was like, oh, I need to find a good girl. You know, I was like this. I was pathetic at the time, being super codependent. But it's good. You got to learn in life to enjoy being single. Not because of the free sex or whatever, but just you got to be okay with being around just yourself and not being dependent on other people for your fucking happiness. All your growth comes from moments where you're with yourself, where you're really talking to yourself, you know? So I've been single for about five months now. I've been loving every single minute of it. One of my exes started talking to me not too long after I became single. Isn't that how it always happens? It's like the minute you fucking become single and you're like, all right, I'm done dating, God throws an ex in your fucking life. 
you know? We hooked up a few times, and he ghosted me after every time we would hang out. He would ghost me and then hit me up a week later. I got tired of dealing with that, even though the dick is bomb as fuck. I decided to quit talking to him completely and just cut him out of my life. I This girl's the shit. She loves being single, gets sick of this guy, decides to cut him out. I'm liking these moves, babe. After a couple weeks of not talking to him, I met a new guy who's great. We are alike in so many ways, and he's just all around a great person. The only thing is, we hooked up last night, and the sex was awful. Like, probably the worst I've ever had. It was some straight-up vanilla, plain-ass sex. Not to mention his dick is tiny. Size doesn't really matter to me, but when you don't know how to use it, it's definitely an issue. What do you think I should do? Should I keep talking to this guy to see if maybe it will get better, or should I just move on with my life because I could not see myself being with someone who could fuck? It honestly makes me want to go back to my ex, who I know is good dick, but I just don't know at this point. Any advice will help. Thanks. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to flip it, you know, because we're going to lean in this year into this podcast, really fucking giving you an honest man's opinion. I got a, some exciting guests I'm going to bring on to this. So I want to flip it. I want to think if if I knew if I was in between two gals, right, an ex who just had amazing pussy was just a fucking great lay you know just gave gave an effort wanted to initiate enjoyed giving head like all the all the things you want in a fucking you know in a hookup if she was that and then i was seeing this other girl whose personality was fucking great we got along really well but the sex was trash i do feel like it would impact my feeling towards the girl a little bit at first but I think the right move is you try to make the sex better. That's what I think. Because people do get better at sex, and I don't think it's that hard. You know what I mean? Like, I've had different gals, like, you know, hit me up about, like, hey, I want to get better at sex. Like, you know, what should I do? Should I go on Tinder? What should the move be? It's it's not that hard to get better at sex. I mean, like, the, you, you, like just look up. Do a fucking Google, you know? if If you personally want to get better at sex... Do a fucking Google. You know, buy one of those, like, fucking sex robots. Test your moves out. No, I don't do that. Those things are, like, fucking five grand. Um, I don't think it's that hard to get better at sex. I think a lot of it is just fucking enthusiasm and just stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit and taking a little more risk and being okay with, like, letting yourself look sexy even though you might feel corny about it or whatever, you know? It's kind of just, it's like dancing. It's like you got to just fucking, you know what I mean? Like when you're sober and people are dancing, you're at like a fucking bar mitzvah. You know, why are you still going to those? I don't know. But, you know, I love to dance. I'll go to a fucking bar mitzvah. (laughs) But, you know, it's like the same thing. It's kind of that feeling of like stepping out of your shell, stepping out of your fucking comfort zone a little bit. I think uh, getting better at sex is a lot like that. I mean, I used to be fucking terrible at sex. You know, now I'm the best in the world. Um. You can ask any guy, but in your scenario, I think what you should do, if you, I, I generally, I feel like exes are kind of always, unless it's like, you know, for a hundred fucking percent, you guys have fixed the problems. You know what I mean? Like, you know why it will work now. You're both going to make a fucking active effort to fix it. I think in general, it's pretty safe to say you don't need your fucking ex around. Okay. I think that's pretty much good advice um but i think you can try to work on the sex with this person i also think the for me personally the first time i have sex with someone is always the worst time 
You know what I mean? Because it's like a lot of sex is just comfortability. It's just like fucking, you know, that's that's like half of it. It's just like, like one really nice thing about being with somebody for as time goes on is the self-consciousness goes away. The, uh, are you going to think that's weird? All those little like isms start to leave the picture. That's a really nice feeling. You know what I mean? Just to feel like, oh, like, you know, I'm, I don't feel, I don't feel like this person's going to make me feel bad for you know nudity or sexuality any of that shit like that's just a nice comfort um so but here's the thing i don't think you should date this guy and just think yeah the sex i'm just gonna give him a chance is he just gonna get better at sex like it has to you should help him out you know what i mean you should fucking help him out just like guide him use your hands to guide him it's like we talked about this a little bit on uh, erica's podcast shooters gotta shoot when he's banging you Put your fucking hands on his hips or his ass and guide him. You know what I mean? Show him what you like. When he's going down on you, communicate. This is a challenge for you. Tell him what you fucking like. Go, no, I need you to, you know, go in fucking circles, baby. Tongue in circles, slow, make me want it. Be like a fucking football coach in there. Just tell him the fucking plays, you know? Let that be an exercise for yourself because I feel like everybody by default is bad at communicating during sex. So let this, you know, you could challenge yourself to grow a little bit too here. Just as like, all right, see if you can make this guy good at sex. How cool of a story would that be if you're like, yeah, I really like this guy. The sex was trash. He's got a micro penis. But, you know, I got, he's good at sex now. He's fucking, we worked on it. We fucking worked on it together. How cool of a story would that be? Now, granted, there's probably a 20% chance that happens. But how fucking, you know, how cool would it be? I think that's a better move than just like, you know, staying with an ex. If you guys got out of it for like, I don't know why you got out of the, you know, relationship in the first place. But if it's for negative reasons or toxic shit or whatever, you know, I don't think good dick should keep you jumping back. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would hook up with an ex just because she had great pussy. I don't think so. Like, if it was a bad relationship, I wouldn't. I would just be like, nope, I'm not going to present that into my own life. I'm not doing that. Right? But, you know, if it if it wasn't like that and we did have great sex, then, yeah, I could see, like, yeah, yeah, come around, you know. Come around. Fucking stop by. Pop in. I could see that. But yeah, I think you should give this dude a shot, and I and I think you should work on it together. Um, try different things out, guide him. You know what I mean. See what you could do. See what you could fucking do. Uh, you know, I wouldn't kick, I wouldn't come out of the gate like, look, your dick game is trash, okay? But there is room to grow. You know, don't don't fucking do that. Just be smart about it. Give it a fucking whirl. Give it a whirl. I think that's exactly what you should do. And you know what? If if some t- a little bit of time goes by, you're not seeing any fucking progress. You're not seeing any new shit. You know, he's not getting better. You're not coming. Then maybe you go, all right, this dude's great and all, but the fucking the sexual tension's just not there. Or the, you know, it's it's very important to have a good fucking sex life. It's not everything, but you need to have a good sexual compatibility with your partner. I think realistically. That really helps keep shit together because I think naturally our brains are constantly like, you know, like just I think people in general in relationships, 
it, a relationship is just a hard thing to stay in. You know, it, it like, and the, not that you, there's like this driving force to pull you out of it, but it's just like, in general, just being committed to another person. There's so many factors that could could fuck that up. You know what I mean? So like, I think having that kind of compatibility in the middle definitely is like a nice way to fucking keep shit secure. I mean, I talked about it before. My my first, my main ex. It was mostly because we we just didn't line up sexually. You know, I had a I was way hornier. I had a much bigger libido. She didn't. It it creates a lot of fucking problems in a relationship. I think that's like that's why all of our parents start getting divorced at like forty fifty. It's just like damn, we haven't had sex in ten years. What the fuck are we doing here? You know what I mean? I think that's a huge fucking part of it. So. Yeah, that that would be my fucking advice here. Give 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 the new dick a shot. Give him, you know, give him a fucking, give him a whirl. See what you could do. Um, let's do this fucking. I have a story that I really want to tell, but it's kind of fucking nuts. So I gotta save it for the fucking Patreon. But, you know, because it's like a it's like a real life story. So I I guess I gotta fucking save that for Friday, but. I really want to tell this fucking story, but let's do this email. Question for the pod. Hi, love. Huge fan of the pod. Came from here. You're on another podcast. Have been hooked ever since. I have a quick question about cheating. I've been with my boyfriend for about nine months now. Before he became official, he admitted to me everything about his past. Oh, boy. Buckle in, folks. You, you fucking hear that seatbelt click? Buckle in. Drink your water. Let's do it. That being, he cheated in two out of two serious relationships he's had. He's turning 24 and said he wasn't serious or knew what he wanted back then, causing him to fuck around. Now that he's older, he said he's met his dream girl. He slid in my DMs a few times for a year before I gave him a chance. He says he knows what he wants and wants to start working on his future. Do you believe the saying, once a cheater, always a cheater, or do you think he's just a horny young guy? Or do you think he was just a horny young guy in his past those days? P.S. In the nine months together, he has never done anything to make me think he's fucking around. I trust him completely, but I'm still weary due to his past. I've been cheated on before, and I don't want that to happen again, but I truly feel he wouldn't. Sorry it's long, but I would appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those emails where, like, you know, some gals are fucking yelling at the phone of, like, bitch, I've dated this guy. This guy fucked me over. You know, um, I think this is one of those questions that really just comes down to like, are you cynical or optimistic? Do you think people can change? Do you think people can grow out of like fucked up habits or do you think they usually end up jumping back to what they did? I Here's here's the way I look at it. I feel like people do want to grow and people do want to change. I do believe that. I mean, that's fucking that's what half our goddamn fan base is. Right. So I think but I think the majority of people don't follow through on those changes or they'll keep it going for a little while and then they'll revert to the kind of habits that their bodies have come to memorize and their brains have come to accept. And they kind of end up back in those places. You know what I mean? But I do generally think I mean, everybody I know, all of my friends grow and get better with age and they you know i definitely know friends who have habits they no longer do you know i've got some friends who cheat you know that's that's their lives 
It's, not, it's none of my fucking business. You know? But, yeah, and I'm sure somebody hears that and goes, wait, you have friends that cheat? It's like, yeah, fucking life. That's what life is like that. Life is not a perfect thing. You know what I mean? I definitely know people I grew up with, whatever the fuck, you know? It's like, it, it's just, it, it, that's life. People, people fuck around. People make mistakes. It's what it is. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? You're going to. If you're the type of person that's like, my friend cheated and I got to I gotta sit him down. It's none of your fucking business. They know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Unless they're like fucking up their marriage or their kids or they got like some kind of addiction. It's not really your fucking place. You should want your friends to do the best they can. But you know what I mean? Do you, does anybody get what I'm saying on that? But here's the thing. It's like, are you fucking cynical or are you trusting that people can grow and, and you know, grow out of fucking bad habits? It sounds like you want to give this guy a shot. You don't think he's going to cheat. But because you're emailing me, it sound, there's probably a tiny sliver of healthy concern that he might. And here's the thing. Like, if he does cheat on you, this is the deal you got to make with yourself. Is you just cannot be fucking surprised. You can't be shocked. And also, like, anybody you date, there's a chance they cheat on you. But you date them anyways, right? It doesn't matter if they got prior convictions. It's like, that still might happen. I mean, like, almost every girl I talk to is like, yeah, I got cheated on. It happens all the fucking time. You know what I mean? I feel like I don't know a lot of guys that have been cheated on. But you know what I actually do? But I do know women in relationships who have, yeah, who have fucked around. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is 50-50. Maybe women do cheat as much as men. My instinct thinks it's a little bit lower, but, you know. But, yeah, it just comes down to, like, it sounds like you want to fucking give this dude a chance. But if you do get, you know, it's the same thing, though. As far as dating somebody else, like, anybody else might cheat on you as well. You're still kind of always taking these risks. Anytime you start dating somebody, you're rolling this dice that... Hey, something bad will probably happen. Most relationships will not end in marriage or what, you know what I mean? That's most relationships. But you're rolling those dice and you have to roll them anyways. You know what I mean? You have to fucking, what, what I would do is I would ask, I would want, I would be, the, the thing I'd be interested in knowing is why he cheated. Like, deep down, what was the real reason? Did he feel like he needed attention? Did he feel like the relationship was already over? You know, was it just, this chick is hot, I want to bang her. She hit me up, let's fucking do it. Like, what was it? I want to know on, like, a spiritual level what it was, so that way we can try to avoid that. That's just me, though. You know? I I feel like, I, I think personally, I, I would say you can, that's scary though. That's fucking scary though. Because I want to tell you, give this guy a fucking shot, communicate together, work on it together. You're taking that risk with anybody you date. That's what I want to tell you. The other part of me is like, if I was dating a girl and she told me she's been in two relationships and she cheated in both of them, I think that would hurt the uh, capacity, the maximum capacity at which I could trust them. I really do think so. I think instead of me being able... Because here's the thing. Any girl I've ever dated, I have never worried about them cheating on me. 
I've never even had that concern. I I will let a girl go hang out with 400 men, you know, that she used to bang. I don't give a fuck. I have my own sense of self-security of like, look, if you cheat on me, you fucked up. You understand? That's your loss. You fucked up. You you lost me. That's the way I look at it. And that's not having a fucking huge ego or having fucking narcissism. It's you're believing in your own value. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't like if I that's the thing. I think general generally if a chick cheated on me, I think I'd be angry initially and upset. But I think most of all I'd be like, wow, you really fucked this up? All right. Your call. You're going to regret that. And if you don't regret it and you end up fucking marrying this big hog that you hooked up with, good for you too. You know? But that that's the way you got to look at it. You got to look at when somebody breaks up with you or when, when shit ends or somebody cheats on you or whatever. You don't look at it as like, what, what did I do wrong? That comes later. First you go, all right, that's what it is. I see it. Let's end it. Bang. And then you go, all right, what could, just for my own sake, for my own growth, what can I do differently next time? What things did I learn that I need to work on? And I think women to a fault don't do this enough. I know every guy I know fucking does this after relationships. They go, what, what did I do wrong? Where was I in the wrong? Men are quick to take guilt with these kinds of things, I think. Once, you, once women are gone, once you're out of the picture, we're quick to take that guilt on ourselves. I think not enough chicks do that. A lot of times chicks will be like, well, the problem is I dated a guy who does, you know, it's like, no, but what about you? What about, you know, did you fucking really bring 50-50 to the relationship? Did you make his life easier? Did you make him fucking happier? Is it, you know, you got to hold yourself a little bit accountable. Did you say fucked up manipulative shit sometimes? That's a big one, ladies. That's a fucking big one. But yeah, that, you know. But I will say it, it probably if a girl told me she cheated in two out of two relationships, it would probably hurt the total trust I could have with her. I wouldn't behave differently, but I just would be more on guard. I think for the long term, I'd naturally just be more on guard. And I think that kind of hurts the relationship, too, inevitably. I think when you're not really giving all of yourself or you kind of have a guard up or you're slow and hesitant in a relationship, the other person feels it. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, you definitely, people are a lot smarter and can sense emotion way better than you think, you know? That's why everybody knows, everybody knows what's wrong. Everybody immediately kind of knows the vibe. So, yeah, it probably would hurt my fucking total trust. That's something I'd keep in the back of my head. But I would, here's what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't be like, all right, now I got to fucking look at her phone. Now I got, no, I would do not change the way you behave. I think that the smart thing to do is try to give up those guards. Try to lean in, be open, and communicate with each other. Like if you're optimistic and you go, yeah, he used to cheat, then he met me, and we're you know we're the shit together. If you're optimistic, that's the way you should fucking handle it. You know, if if I wonder if there are some women out there who are like, no, nah, this guy cheated twice. Don't even fucking do it. You're setting yourself up for failure. I really wonder if there are some people out there who think that way. Comment on the fucking Patreon thread for this episode if. Uh, of what you think because i am curious this is going to be the poll of the week too this is going to be the fucking instagram poll of the week i want to hear from you guys um but yeah i would say just kind of know what you're getting into you're kind of buying a car and they've gone 
Yeah, this engine has just fallen out of the car twice before. We got it fixed. It's saying it won't happen again. But, you know, who knows? That's kind of what's happening. So you're driving a car. There's, it's always going to be in the back of your head. Even if you know it's fixed, you're going to go, is this fucking engine going to fall out? It's always going to kind of be there a little bit. You know, un- you know, until maybe one day you guys are like fucking, you know, after enough time passes, you really do have that trust. But just know what you're buying. Just know what you're fucking buying. You know, if the engine fucking falls out, just don't be shocked. Don't be like, how could you do this to me? You know what I mean? It's like you, you, it's just like other relationships. You're rolling the dice. You're rolling the fucking dice here. That's what I fucking think. Yeah, fucking um, send your emails into show at gmail.com. I think we got in-depth on those, folks. I think we fucking got in-depth. I'm actually excited to hear your guys' opinions on that fucking poll. Um, but yeah, just fucking, I'm hoping I can race to the gym after this goddamn episode. I don't want to fucking, I need to work out. Need to fucking work out. You know what I mean? Are you guys exercising? Are you guys fucking doing it? What do you do? You get on the elliptical? Is that what you're doing? You're living your life on that elliptical? I get it. It's fine. It hurts my knees. How fucking sad of a sentence is it hurts my knees, you know? I only say that about the elliptical and suck a dick. And I try to do both. I really do. Uh, I'm just going to tell you guys the fucking story. I'm going to tell you the story. I was saving it for the fucking Patreon, but I'm just going to tell it to you. All right. Here we go. Buckle in. Buckle in. You guys are lucky I'm 10 minutes short because we're going to tell this fucking story. Um, all right. New Year's night. New Year's fucking night, okay? I'm, I'm hanging out with some friends. We're having a little after party at a place. Having a little bit of a super spreader. You know what I mean? Um, now, everybody's got fucking tested all this bullshit, right? So we're hanging out at a, at a place. And, I, you know, I've been dating a girl. So I told her, I was like, hey, come here. Like, bring your friends. She's hanging out with her friends. I was like, come through. So she brings her friends through. All like, you know, nice enough guys, some gals. I'm like, I might have to cheat tonight. You know, it's one of those nights. It's New Year's. Anything can happen. So we're all hanging out. And I'm kind of hosting this party. Like, I want music playing. You know, I'm DJing. I'm making sure the fucking... You know, that we can hear the ball drop or whatever the fuck on the sound system. Like, I'm trying to make sure everybody's happy. Making sure everybody's got drinks. You know, I like to host. I like to make sure everybody's in a fucking good mood. I like to make sure the vibe is right. I want to make sure everything's done right. You know what I mean? I want everybody to have a good fucking time. If you come to my party, I'm going to text you the next day. I'm going to say, thank you for coming. You understand? Like, I want to make sure the whole exp- the whole experience was something for you. That's what I want. Front to back. Um, so anyways, there's a dude that's like one of my girl's friends who is like, from what I can understand, is in a bad relationship. So, you know, and I'm, I'm this is not in case this, this dude ever fucking listens. Or somehow people always do. They always fucking listen. I'm not shitting on anybody here. All right. But I'm just going to tell the fucking story. So. New Year's is coming up, or the, the you know midnight's coming up. Her and all of her friends are sitting on one side of the room, fucking you know hanging out, whatever, playing cards, whatever the fuck. I'm on the other side of the room, fucking getting the sound set up and all this other shit, making sure everybody's on the on a good vibe. And uh, at the other tape, and all of a sudden, like 
or no, so midnight hits, find my gal, whatever. She comes up to me like five minutes later. Or no, no, in that moment, sorry. She came up to me like right as fucking midnight, just mad as fuck. And I was like, what did I do? You know, I'm already like, what did I fuck up? Um, By the way, Kevin Brennan, he's a comedian. He posted a fucking video the other day that made me cry laughing. I mean, he was like, he's married and he posted on, uh, God, Kevin's so fucking funny. He goes, uh, he's like, yeah, like, uh, he's just recording like a Twitter video of him talking. He's like, yeah, I'm going to try to do a podcast later today. Um, my wife's mad at me. I, I don't remember what for. I, I did like three different things, but you know, if she's not mad, I'm going to record a podcast. If she is mad, this just is the podcast. Like a minute long tour. I was fucking dying. He's like, like just, just the fact that he's like, if she's mad at me, I don't, I don't remember why. I did like three things. <laughs> but anyway, so she comes up mad as fuck. And I'm like, what happened? And she goes, well, my fucking friend, you know, this dude, she goes, as like midnight was coming, he just said out loud to everybody. He goes, your dude's on the other side of the room. It's about to be midnight. He doesn't care about you. Just out loud to everybody. Just says that. And she like throws her shit, like fucking gets up, leaves, you know. Um, I immediately am just fucking seeing red hearing this, right? Because look, man, where I come from, like I, I'm genuine. Imagine that. Imagine somebody says some shit like that, you know. Uh, it sounded like my, my voice was breaking. But imagine somebody fucking says something like that. Just right. It's just shocking. It's just pure. Like, that's the biggest thing I felt was shock of like, who feels comfortable enough saying shit like that? You know what I mean? Like, imagine you're at a New Year's party. You're with your friend. The other person's hosting the party. And your friend goes, wow, they don't care about you at all. What a fucking crazy thing to just say. Like, even if you think that, you say that out loud on fucking New Year's? Like, and here's the thing. He's right, but you just don't. <laughs> no, okay. You know what I mean? You just don't fucking say that. That's. I was shocked. I was fucking shocked because where I come from, you know, and I don't come from this fucking tough place i grew up in apex north carolina it's a fucking soft suburb all right soft but i have immigrant parents and what immigrant parents teach you and you hear the stories of other dudes getting the shit beat out of them on new year's night because they did some shit like that i mean i heard a fucking story of this dude trying to swing on my dad at new year's because my dad told me hey, you can't smoke in here at the fucking party my dad was hosting. That guy got his fucking ass beat, dude. This is in like, you know, 94. So it's fucking... Can't press charges anymore. But fuck, you know what I'm saying? That's like... It's just crazy for a man to say some shit like that. So I was like, can I handle this my way? And she's like, yes, but just don't forget he's a friend of mine. And I was like, all right. So now I can't hit him. So I fucking, you know, I just grab him and I go, let's go talk. And I bring him into the, through the fucking kitchen into the back room of this venue. We sit down. I lock the fucking door. And I'm, dude, I'm like shaking with anger, like genuinely fucking shaking with anger, right? And I could tell this dude's drunk. And I'm not, you know, I had a few drinks. I had a fucking triple Jack and Coke. 
but I'm not, you know what I mean? It, when you know, all right, this dude's drunk, I'm not. You kind of have to handle things a certain way. You can't, it's not like you're dealing with another sober person where you can like really be a fucking prick. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, we're both on equal playing fields. So, dude, I got to tell you, I fucking sat this dude down. I ripped into him so fucking hard for about 10 to 15 minutes. Because I was fucking furious, dude. I was fucking furious. Just the fact that somebody would do some shit like that. Just say some shit. I was like, I, I was telling him for his own fucking sake. I was like, this is not how a fucking man acts, period. If you keep doing bitch-made shit like this, you're always going to be unhappy in your fucking relationships, and you're going to keep having bitch-made problems. You don't fucking act this way. I was like, the last thing I fucking need is you walking around putting shit into my girl's ear or making fucking problems where there aren't any. I would do it. I was fucking furious, man. And a friend of mine tried to walk in, and he immediately saw the look in my eye, and he got out because he was like, all right, I see something's happening. So... And here's the thing, if that wasn't like my my girl's friend, and I'm if I invited these people, I'm hosting them. If I'm hosting a fucking party or an event, and like then I hear that person go, Yeah, you do, like, don't give a fuck about dude. Like if it's if it's not just a huge party or something, it's like an intimate thing like that, and I hear somebody does that, and that that's just some guy, I would not fucking handle it. I would give them one shot. I think I would just very angrily put my fucking hand on their shoulder and go, you got to go right now and you got to stop doing this in life. And if they don't, then we got a bigger fucking problem. But I told this dude, I said to him, I go, listen, man, this isn't the first time I've heard you say some shit. All right. I held my tongue the first time out of respect. This is the second time now. If this happens again, we're going to have a fucking problem. And I'm, I'm mad even talking about it right now. But this was my fucking New Year's. You understand? Like, yo, fellas, you know, we talk some shit about women on here, but when you're fucking drinking, you need to hold your shit together, okay? If you're a person who blacks out, watch your fucking drinking. Because you you end up doing some shit like this, it's either going to fucking get you hurt, or you're also just going to fuck up everybody's vibe. From that moment, the fucking party wasn't the same. The vibe wasn't the same. I took my friends. We fucking got out of it. We went somewhere else. You know what I mean? So it's just like you, you just fucking don't do shit like that. And if you're a dude who thinks that's a play of like, yeah, you know, your girl, fuck, you know, sure, your, your guy, he's not really into you. Dude, you don't ever try to fucking win other women over or show yourself to other women in bitch-made ways like that, ever. If you're a girl and any dude is talking to you like, you know, fucking... Look, if you're a chick and a dude is like, you could do so much better and I'm better. Your guy is not like, you shouldn't be with him. That guy is a fucking dork. Any dude like doing that shit, you got to watch out for dudes like that. It's like that same kind of male feminist bullshit. You understand? So like you got to, but men don't ever fucking act that way, man. Don't fucking ever act that way. That's some middle school shit. I used to do shit like that in middle school. You have a crush on a girl. She's dating a guy and you're like, hey, he's kind of a weirdo. You start to do that kind of shit. No man should behave that way. 
period. If you are a man, you do not carry yourself that way. And being drunk is not a fucking excuse, period. I don't think I've ever in my life said some crazy shit like that, even while fucking hammered. You just don't fucking do it. It's like, this is the, like, the, the, everybody wants to talk about fucking toxic masculinity, but nobody talks about how masculinity kind of holds society together a little bit. You know what I mean? You have There has to be a healthy fear that if you do some crazy disrespectful shit like that as a man to another man, he might knock you out. It's going to make you act better. You understand? I don't do shit like that because I understand there are consequences. And a lot of these fucking kids that are privileged as fuck and from an early age their parents told them they were fucking special, they'll walk up to you and say some crazy shit because they think that the possibility of getting stuck in the face is just like, it's not even in the realm of possibility. They really believe that. They really think, they're, no, that's impossible. That's, that's something like that would happen to me. We live in the real world, bitch. We live in the fucking real world. It's like, every, you know, everybody, if you're talking about, look, there are sides of masculinity that are toxic for sure. But men who are men, don't fuck with that shit either. You know what I'm saying? Like jokes go out of style. That kind of shit. You know what I mean? All that kind of crass shit. It's not funny anymore. But don't like don't ever try to take being a man away from me. Because part of being a man is just knowing when to speak. Knowing when to shut the fuck up. And knowing how to carry yourself in a way that's respectful to everybody around you. And protective of everybody around you. I'm a fucking big guy. I'm a strong guy. I want to fucking arm wrestle New Year's night. All right? You got to use that fucking power responsibly, okay? But that's your job as a man. If you're a young guy listening to this shit, just understand. First of all, don't let these fucking kids make you feel like a piece of shit for being a man, all right? It, embrace the positives of being a man and fucking use them, all right? And don't act like that, period. Don't fucking act. Don't ever be... Don't ever do some bitch made shit like that. If you're gonna, if you're trying to win a girl over, you do it with fucking respect. You do it with only respecting yourself, with your own kind of fucking confidence. You don't do that bitch made ass shit. Period. It's better to not get laid. It's better to not get the girl and be yourself the whole time and be genuine and respect yourself the whole time, a hundred percent of the time. Don't ever fucking sacrifice who you are or compromise who you are to try to get fucking laid or to try to impress this person that you want to date. Big mistake. All right. Did we fucking pop off or what, folks? Um, it's a fucking episode, guys. I love you. Thank you for being here. Join the fucking Slim Thickums Challenge. I'm about to run off to the gym right now. Drink, drink some fucking water. Hold yourselves accountable. Do some goddamn exercise. I don't care if it's at the gym or if you're fucking broke right now. You can't go to the gym. Get on YouTube, babe. Get on fucking YouTube. Look up a goddamn at-home workout. The hardest part is taking the first five seconds to fucking start it. Just get up and do it. Just fucking get up and do it. All right? Do it for long enough. You're going to feel really fucking good about yourself. You're going to... One of my favorite feelings in the world, you look in the mirror, you get one little centimeter of growth in your fucking arm or some shit. You know? That Do that. Just fucking do it. We got to make up for this bullshit-ass year we had. We're going to fucking crush it this year. So that's the fucking move. I love you guys. Thank you for supporting the show. Share it. Post it to your fucking story. Tell somebody about it. Join the Patreon. Get a fucking hoodie. 
levfur.com slash merch. If you want 20% off of your merch, type in the promo code HONEYBUN. I'm about to order like five of these hoodies. Just start fucking giving them to the whole crew. Um, but yeah, we love you guys, man. I appreciate you being here. I will see you on the Friday episode. And I will talk to you guys soon. Cheers. dark darlings hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos we're a small crew here at something scary so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule so that's why i want to tell you about our sponsor monday.com monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere i really enjoy the visual ease of using monday.com It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.